Welcome to Digital Hospitality. I am your host, Sean Walchuk. This is a Cali BBQ Media production. We believe in the four C's, and that is content, commerce, communication, and community. Uh, digital hospitality is our deep thesis. We've been putting on this show since 2017, trying to find the best technologists in the world, the best hospitality professionals in the world, and the best storytellers. Uh, today, we have a very special guest. His name is Sitij Sanji. He is the co-founder of Voosh. If you don't know about Voosh, we did an episode with Priyam Saraswat earlier this year, um, a phenomenal episode, but this is uh, this is going to be a little bit more behind the scenes. So I'm very excited to welcome uh, Sitij to the show. Sitij, thank you for being here. Thanks, Sean, for having me here and I'm very excited for this show. I told you I've heard a lot about you and uh, really, really excited for this. Well, tell, tell, tell the audience, did you hear good things or bad things? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just know that you serve really good food whenever someone meets you and then all uh, everything around is perfect. So, yeah. Well, please, uh, let, let's get the, the backstory of when did you meet Priyam? Because, you know, we have a lot, uh, a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to this, a lot of restaurant owners, technologists, and we're always trying to find ways to build a team. And the best way it. to build a team is to find a co-founder. <laughs> so you don't have definitely. to do anything yeah. yourself. Correct, correct, correct. So uh, definitely. So Priyam is someone that I met uh, in Bangalore, in India, uh, three years back, uh, around 2020. And we were staying together in a service department. So we were flatmates uh, in a service department and we were very good friends. And both of us saw that um, both of us are very entrepreneurial in nature and we are striving and uh, we wanted to open something of our own. And both of us luckily happened to be very, very interested in the hospitality space. So we started talking and then one thing led to the other. We were, uh, we were talking to restaurants continuously here in India that what are your problems? Uh, what are the things that you miss that you should have, et cetera, et cetera. So after talking to, let's say maybe like more than 200 restaurants in Bangalore, we came up and uh, started up Bush. That That's like uh, way back in 2020. Wow. And when you, so when you identify, what was the problem that you guys identified talking to 200 restaurants? So the problem was the lack of standardization that each one of these restaurants had, right? Because of which they were unable to create a brand of their own. Right. So we understood that the entire market right, uh, in India is governed by the bigger brands, let's say uh, McDonald's of the world, KFCs of the world, et cetera, et cetera. Right. They are taking up 80 percent of the market. Now, what is happening with the lakhs and lakhs of SMEs or small and medium uh, businesses which are there, the, like the smaller restaurants, they are unable to compete primarily on the quality bit, on the profitability bit, on the sales bit. So a lot of these challenges uh, are, are not letting them uh, come under a branded chain. So we started standardizing them. We started giving them a brand of our own, right? So that people recognize them as someone who is um, who can be trusted for their daily food needs, right? We've started to provide them with technology, a lot of training, and then we sort of created a brand under which we used to sort of uh, give them our franchisee. So that's how we started in India. And how did the Y Combinator come about? Uh, that was very uh, serendipitous uh, because me and PM were discussing that, okay, um, we got to raise funds for our uh, startup and um, how, how do we sort of get the best one on best on board, right? And then we discovered that there's Y Combinator who's like the, um, I would say the cream la cream or uh, let's say the premier and uh, 
the Ivy League of uh, startup accelerators, right? Wherein you get a lot of good guidance from really good folks along with the money that you need. Uh, and we started file, uh, filling for the application. Uh, we started writing the essay that they have. Uh, we started uh, creating our own video, which is a part of the application. And you guys should check it out. It's on YouTube. It's really fun. Oh, I would love uh, you. We're definitely. See me and, we'll put a link. We're going to put a link to that video for sure. <laughs> yeah, you'll see me and Priyam in a totally complete, a different avatar. Um, no way. And yeah, so one thing led to the other. We got the interview invite. The interview went really well. And within a few hours, we, we got a call from uh, YC Partners saying that you are in. Uh, and uh, that's how it happened. That's amazing. Tell, can tell me more about the video? I'm, as, as anyone that listens yeah. to the show, they know how best <laughs> we are with yeah. storytelling and, and showing versus telling. And when you're, when you're in a video, you, you show who you are. Tell, tell me what were Get the parameters around the video. The results are in National Restaurant Association show, Kyle and Sarah and myself. We were at the Davos sales tax booth and we were polling restaurant owners on the floor. This was a very unscientific poll, but the results are resounding. Restaurant owners do not like sales tax. Nobody likes sales tax. Doesn't matter what business owner you are, small business, big business, Davo automates the sales tax process. We are so grateful that Davo is the sponsor of this show. They automate sales tax at our Cali barbecue restaurants. It is $50 a month. It integrates with all the major point of sale partners, including Toast. So if you want to sleep at night, if you want to not worry about sales tax, go to Davo, check them out. Davo Sales Tax. Uh, let us know how they're helping automate your sales tax in your restaurant so that we can share your Davo story on digital hospitality. So uh, YC mandates every applicant company to uh, sort of upload a one minute video that tells the YC folks about your company, right? That what problem are you solving? What is uh, something unique or what is the progress that you have made till date, right? Uh, what we believe in uh, is that how can we sort of communicate a story about our larger vision? That's what me and Priyam discussed during that time that instead of going into operations of it, in one minute, can we leave an impact on what vision do we have for the company? Right. And uh, that's how we made it very interesting. We made it a little fun, added a little humor to it. And uh, we stressed upon the vision and the problem statement much more than the any other thing that was required. And I think that uh, really hit the jackpot. And uh, we uh, it, it worked out to be into a successful interview as well. Do you have any idea how many people apply? What's the application? The application uh, yeah, I think across the year there are like 30,000 startups that apply across the world uh, if i'm not wrong and across the year i think uh, between within two batches 500 to 800 companies get in wow. so yeah it's like really tough to to crack a yc yeah and what what is the program give me a little bit of background of what you guys yeah. went Correct. So it's a three-month program. Uh, the, the, the YC works like a startup school, like an accelerator that, uh, and you get divided into um, a group of three partners, right? So every startup would be part of a particular group, which will be led by three YC partners who are very, very uh, experienced entrepreneurs and investors themselves. And they'll guide you, they'll teach you uh, about, let's say, fundraising, about product building, about sales, marketing. And then there are other YC alumni coming in, like let's say Airbnb founders took our session, uh, Stripe founders took our session. And then it's like a one-on-one -on -one 
they sort of help you and they'll they'll tell via stories and case studies of how they succeeded what problems they went through etc etc and uh, after a course of 3 months there's a demo day that uh, your vice partners prepare you for wherein you go out to the world and start your fundraising post vic do you remember a particular story from any of those founders that made an impact on 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 vush definitely definitely i think um, from brian chesky who's the ceo of airbnb he emphasized a lot on um, doing things that don't scale but at the same time he told that 100 100 people who love your product right are far better than 1 lakh people who just find your product to be okay right so he just said that there's this amazing uh, correlation between things that you should do at the start which are very very non scalable with just are focused towards your customer end to end so that they start loving you more and more every day and then these 100 customers go and tell other people these people tell other people and then you organically have this beautiful mass of customers which not only find your product okay but these are the same people who will go to their lens and discuss about your product with the relevant folks that you want as customers so i think that thing really really stuck and uh, from day one that has been our focus on how we can be the voice of the customer how can each one of our customer love us to an, to an extent that they go ahead and uh, sort of promote our product to the other industry folks who are relevant to be our customers that's very it, i love that story it's it's so interesting to think about because we work with small companies we work with big companies hearing the origin story yeah. and then doing things yeah. that aren't scalable don't make sense when you're selling a big vision <laughs> trying to pitch investors and you're trying to do it quickly you know yeah. what is going to win it's that consistent persistent pursuit over time of knowing Get like it. really the most important thing is how you build your team can you talk about the team how what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses and what is priam's yeah. strengths and what is his weaknesses and how did you guys build from Get that correct correct so um i think we are very complementary in terms of what i do versus what priam does so there is a very great mix of um, i would say strength and weaknesses i am uh, great at let's say building a product priam is great at selling it right so we do that <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah we lead the um, respective functions at push um in terms of hiring i think we have a very similar philosophy uh, we believe in complete uh, i would say we we completely trust our team members and uh, that is something that you must have had uh, understood while talking to our team as well right in some way or the other uh, if we are sort of giving a lead to a particular person we'll ensure both me and priyam that we are like giving all the support which is required for that particular person to succeed in his or her particular role or job so i think very very similar beliefs and then i would say again <clears throat> anyone uh, for us um, capability to learn and uh motivation to learn always comes ahead than somebody who's like very learned but not ready to sort of adapt right so i feel anyone who's coachable anyone who's motivated to go and conquer the world is more important than anyone who feels they have conquered the world but maybe may not adjust to the market situations and the agility required for a particular function so i think these two things are uh, both of us are on the same line Yeah. Hey everyone, uh, Avi Gorin, CEO and co-founder of Marquee, and I want to talk about the customer journey for a second. 
you never know as a restaurant owner where your guests are truly coming from. End of the day, we do see some patterns around two types of search behaviors, direct versus discovery. Direct search, for an example, would be jumping into Google and saying Cali barbecue hours, right? I know where I want to go to eat, but I'm missing a key detail. I need a little bit more information. Discovery, which is the bulk of searches, is barbecue in San Diego, restaurants near me, takeout near me, right? One of the best ways to be found for more discovery searches is leveraging keywords. Reviews are basically free content for you to leverage. Think about keywords that are relevant to your brand, your location, and include as many of those in your review responses as possible, right? How can you go about doing this? Let's set up reports, utilize tools like Google Trends, find out what's going on in your area and how you can help leverage these keywords and review responses because someone else is doing that, right? If you need some examples, you could do anything from including summer menu, gluten-free menu, um, leverage specific menu items like the dreaded and beloved spice pumpkin anything in your review responses right let them know what's coming let your reviewers know something they should come back and try and of course if all of this just seems overwhelming and daunting because you're already running a, a restaurant and have enough on your plate just leverage the team at marquee to do this for you we handle all of this we're experts in this space we can automate this so it's just another item that you know you are taking care of Again, that's marquee.com, M-A-R-Q-I-I, M-A-R-Q-I-I.com, no you. However, we did recently buy M-A-R-Q-U-I-I.com, so if you do misspell it, we got you. You'll still find us. We can still help you. What, what I love talking to you and talking to Priam and the team at Voosh is just understanding what we believe in our heart, and that's the, the yeah. problems that I have as a restaurant owner in San Diego. They're the same yeah. problems that somebody in New York has, the same problems that a restaurant owner in Bangalore has, the same <laughs> yeah. in Bulgaria. I go to Bulgaria to the village and, you know, yeah. what we call digital hospitality, ordering things online, a brick and mortar business now yeah. acting like an e-commerce company. These things are so important to, to yeah. sustainability, to profitability. When you think about building Voosh, what was the core product yeah. that you started with? Yeah, so the core product, as I told you, when we started, it was uh, selling franchises, like the digital franchises. We'll go to these unorganized restaurants in India and we'll uh, sort of give them our brand, our entire SOPs, our technology, and we'll, all, we'll give them uh, distribution on online channels only. So offline, they can run their own shop, but online is something where they'll deliver uh, from the brand name Voosh. So that was the first core offering. Uh, right now, you know, we are doing something different. We are a SaaS company primarily focused in the US market, right? And we are solving for the delivery space, uh, the entire uh, off-premise, right? Uh, we, we cater to DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub primarily. And then there are multiple products that we have built on top to ensure that there's a very seamless experience for uh, the off-premise business for restaurants. It's interesting. When did you identify when you came into the U.S. market? Where did you identify these these problem these glaring problems that you saw? How did you identify? I think the identification started from India itself. All these problems that we are solving today for um, consumers globally started from India. Um, it's actually the same as you are saying, right? That restaurants across the world face very similar problems. 
and um, we internally when we were doing uh, we at peak in india we had more than 200 outlets uh, who were part of a franchisee and uh, we were running five brands on an average on each outlet right and optimizing and um, maximizing the revenue for each one of these outlets right so just imagine um 200 outlets into three channel of distribution so in the us there is doordash uber eats grubhub in india there is swiggy zomato and amazon right so putting it on them and then managing it across so basically we have 600 or more uh, data sources right where we are getting in the data now we have to run promotions on it we need to run disputes on it we need to do financial reconciliation we need to do reporting we need to sort of uh, do review management everything we built it at a very fast pace in a uh, but that was all internal right no software was there otherwise we would have taken that software right now with this problem statement we started talking to people across the world we started talking to people in india we started talking to people in the southeast asia and uh, we started talking to people in the us as well right and we realized the problem means the same across the world right and um, so yeah that's how we sort of uh, the, that's how the problem got identified at the first place how do you partner with restaurants to help them with third party promotions uh so the first problem that we are solving uh, which is already live in our product is uh, promotions configuration and promotions and reporting so you can just go to our dashboard and you can select all the outlets for which you want to run a particular promotion or an ads which is let's say a sponsored listing and then in a single click our software ensures that all of that is configured once that is done you'll see another dashboard which will show you the reporting part of it so all the analytics that okay what is the roi on each promotion what is the roi on each ads how many promotions are lapsed or how many ads are lapsed and what is uh, how how well some some promotion is performing or how well an outlet or a brand is performing all of that becomes part of the um, analytical bit that is part of the dashboard now this is the first part that we have solved right now what we are working on is on the um, ai enablement so going forward woosh ai will be able to run optimize and sort of get you the highest roi on each of your promotions and ads going forward so that is a, a big project that the entire team is working on so that the restaurateur doesn't have to spend time in understanding the data optimizing it and ensuring that he is getting more money for each promotions or ads that he is running uh with woosh ai they'll be able to do it at an automated level what well, what i love is the accountability part for me as a restaurant owner thinking about yeah. you know we run promotions on doordash we run promotions on uber eats um grubhub's not very big in san diego so we don't you know do a high volume of grubhub business but thinking of having yeah. software that acts as my partner to hold yeah. them accountable you know to actually give yeah. data so that i know that yes this software you know this promotion is actually a beneficial promotion to my business correct correct so that that's what you can seamlessly do with our software and that all of that is already live when you guys just launched something with easy cater can you share a little bit about that we're, we're actually in the process of on crazy enough we have we're not on easy cater um but right now we're in okay. the process of onboarding an easy cater catering's a huge part yeah. our growth strategy right. for 2024 um so we obviously want to do more easy cater business what what are you guys doing with easy cater 
So easy cater we have integrated with uh, in terms of in the entire financial reporting along with the sales reporting. So in the Woosh dashboard, you'll be able to track the entire sales number of easy cater, whatever you are doing. Along with that, we'll also give you the entire financial part of it that, okay, how much was the sales? What was the commission? What was the other deductions and payables and what exactly you should be receiving? All of that in terms of, let's say, beautiful analytics. And then you can also download these reports, share these reports. So that just makes your entire job of managing the financing, finances and sales part of EasyCater uh, in, a, in a single place, which is Woosh Dashboard. That's very exciting. Did you, you also recently released something with review management? Correct, correct. So how we started was that uh, we had uh, we had uh, DoorDash integrated, uh, uh, OverEats and Grubhub integrated, wherein we were uh, giving uh, our users the ability to see every review in a single place. Then our AI was automatically replying to those reviews like your personal customer assistance. And we were also giving sentiment analysis wherein we were saying that, okay, our AI will read all your reviews and then bucket those reviews into meaningful buckets or categories so that you know that, okay, what is the biggest um, um, category that I should be working this week or this month, right? So let's say, is it a quality issue? Is it a taste issue or is it a freshness issue? That you can't read thousand reviews, right? If my AI can read that and can give you those specifications, uh, that is what we were doing. Now we have added two more channels along with the old three, uh, which is Google and Yelp. So, and that makes this uh, a complete solution for any restaurant, both online and offline, uh, to manage the entire reputation of their restaurant in a single place, right from reading, right from analyzing, and right from, uh, and then to replying to these reviews uh, from a single place enabled via AI. How many how many people are working at Vush now? Uh, it's around twenty five folks. Uh, it's a team of twenty five people. Yeah, it's exciting. Where do you how do you see growth in twenty twenty four? What's what's big? What's on the product roadmap? <laughs> <laughs> that's what's that's on the roadmap? roadmap? <laughs> We're working on that. That's on the roadmap. <laughs> correct, correct. Uh, that's a very good question. I think twenty twenty four looks very promising. Uh, the kind of product reviews that we are getting, how our customers are benefiting every month from our various uh, products in terms of the repeat business that they have generated, the money that they have gotten back in chargebacks, um, the, the accountability that they're holding with their team is phenomenal. And as I was saying earlier, right, the first 100 customers should, uh, should be so loving towards Woosh that they go and tell other folks. So touch food, luckily that is happening. Uh, what's on the product roadmap is a very interesting question. First thing that we are launching is uh, DoorDash Drive Disputes, uh, which basically lets you dispute any order that you have fulfilled via DoorDash Drive. Now, DoorDash Drive is the direct uh, ordering uh, platform of DoorDash, right? Wherein DoorDash gives you the riders for your uh, delivery, which happens from your self-delivery. Uh, right. So that is what we are working on. As I told you, we are working on the promotions AI uh, so that the AI will be able to automate that. Third, we are building uh, a third party reconciliation tool. Basically, there are uh, discrepancies between what you see in your POS versus what DoorDash, Uber Eats and Grubhub show you as orders and then what you have hit in the bank. So we are building this three way reconciliation, which will help you understand where the gaps are. And it will help you sort of fulfill it in a very, very automated way. 
Uh, other than that, there's another module that we are working on, which is alerts and notifications. So let's say um, Sean uh, is running a restaurant and then Sean wants to get a notification. If the, if any order has a star below three star, right? So we'll mm -hmm. be able to give you that alert, right? Let's say your inaccuracy rate is more than 5%. You want an alert. Let's say your dispute rate has gone above 10%. You need an alert. It could be on SMS. It could be on email. And the same could happen for team management. Let's say in your 20 outlets, right? You have 20 managers, store managers. You want to tell them about a specific thing whenever it goes wrong, right? Or whenever that is happening in a good way. With Woosh, you'll be able to configure very, very personalized, very, very specific alerts and notifications to yourself and your team members, mm -hmm. right? So that brings your entire team in a very accountable fashion to work towards customer success, right? So going forward, you don't have to send a report over Excel or anything else, right? Your, the Woosh dashboard or the Woosh software will anyhow uh, intimate uh, the, the store manager or your team member and we'll tell them that, okay, can we improve on this part? Your downtime is going higher. Your store has been closed for more than two days in a row, right? Is there a problem going on, right? Or your downtime is more than 20%. It should not be more than 5%, right? So all of that um, is something that we are building. Uh, yeah, I think uh, this is like the immediate roadmap. Uh, there's a bigger roadmap for sure. Uh, but yeah, this is the immediate roadmap. Do you have any recent case studies any clients that you've worked with here in the united states where they you know onboarded correct. with Bush and just can't believe the results that they're getting yeah correct um definitely i think there is one one is chop shop the other one is nukes uh uh the other one that i feel we are working uh, on case studies is uh uh i think uh, kitchen united so all of them uh, we are working together uh, on 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 our case study, I think each one, uh, each one of our clients, right, definitely love us, and we are definitely uh, providing the ROI, right. So the the software is not just there to solve a certain purpose. We are very very ROI and result focused. So that's how we run our internal team as well. That uh, basically it's like what what uh, ROI are we delivering to our customers every month? Is it high? Is it getting low? Can we optimize it? How can we make it better? What other products uh, should we add so that the entire ecosystem gives higher ROI to our clients? So I think people are definitely coming up to give us great case studies and uh, that is going in a good direction. Yeah. So I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about your YouTube channel, <laughs> your Instagram channel. You're, uh, you're a storyteller and I appreciate yeah. anybody that listens to this show. We no yeah. one's coming, no one's coming to tell your story and more importantly yeah. when you start telling not just your story you learn that you can tell other people's stories you're doing business case study breakdowns on your channel can you talk a little bit correct. about why you're doing it and how you're going about correct. doing it correct correct so uh recently started that up uh what i do is i um, go and study a particular business learn from it and then sort of summarize that information into shareable piece of content, right? Uh, that's what I do on YouTube as well as on Instagram. Uh, that's a personal passionate passion project that I'm doing. The prime, uh, the primary motive behind that is to learn myself every week, right? So this is like forced learning. I am ensuring that I'm learning about different businesses, how they got uh, successful, what were the failures that they faced, what were the struggles that they did, 
and to conquer that particular problem what business strategies did a particular business implemented to give them such massive success that they have today yeah so and uh, inherently once i learn this i'll be able to apply it to my company which is boosh right so as founders there are uh, one of very important job for me is to constantly learn and then implement those learning in my own business and take it to another level so i think that's the loop that i'm creating well the beautiful thing about what you're doing which i don't think most people understand is when you look at somebody that's creating content on youtube you think that you're doing it to build a massive audience you're doing it to yeah. build for yourself you're literally cataloging yeah. you're built you're, you're you're making notes for yourself and that's that's partly what we do with our shows when we create shows i'm right. having conversations with the most interesting people that i would love to have a conversation with I'm documenting. I give the listener, the viewer a chance to sit down. But really yeah. for me, I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning, <laughs> from, you know, from the best people on earth. And and just the act of doing that. Plus, it forces yeah. you every week, every every day that you publish to learn how to do it a little bit better. Because the internet yeah. algorithms change at such a rate that you need to figure out YouTube, you need to figure out Instagram, you need to figure out TikTok. And the more that yeah. you do that, the more ahead of the game you are than everyone else. Totally, totally. I think the very, very similar insights, uh, very, very similar experience. Uh, it's it's the way we learn, right? And the way we learn is the way we sort of go and implement and sort of uh, decode a particular problem in a much better way. And that too is happening at a, let's say, an exponential uh, level. Why? Because every week we are upskilling ourselves, right? right? Related to business problems and business solutions. So, yeah that definitely compounds over the what's long the time. what's the handle for people to follow your channel we'll put a link in the show notes but uh yeah spell it out for the the people listening it's by my name uh Shitaj Sanghi uh the spelling is a little difficult I'm sure uh but I think that is something that people can check from the description but the name it's it's the name Shitaj Sanghi on both Instagram and YouTube and then Vush where can people find more information about Vush I think the best place is our website, whoosh.ai. Uh, that is where you'll see the latest uh, product videos, the latest customer testimonial, case studies. And uh, recently, we have started with a very insightful blog, which is very, very heavily focused uh, towards the uh, hospitality industry and the restaurant industry, right? How can we add more knowledge uh, for, for our audience, which are core restaurateurs and big uh, hospitality brands? So I think that that is something, the blog is something that, the audience should definitely check out. So now when I go on your website, I see Chris Munns. Is he actually on yeah. the website every single, is he 300 <laughs> days? Do you give him any days off? <laughs> I see his avatar, uh, but this is the poor guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we, uh, we definitely give him an off. And uh, he's little there. Little time off. <laughs> little bit time off. But to be honest with, with you, there, I love the personalization. I love the personalization. I know that he gets notified just as if I would get notified, but like, that's how you Correct. do the things that aren't scalable. You know, what isn't scalable? Exactly. Is you care about every customer that inquires yeah. when they come to your website. Well, you're going to put your best exactly. man on the job to make sure that that gets handled. Exactly. Again, it circles back to the same thing. What Brian Chesky said, uh, you have to do things uh, which are non-scalable so that yeah your customer should absolutely become your lovers and they should absolutely go and promote your product everywhere they go. They should be talking about your product, how the ROI and how the impact has been on their life. So yeah, uh, stems from the same thing. Talking about, 
it's the principles that we talk about on this show, digital hospitality. The reason why our business changed, our restaurant business back in 2010, was we made an yeah. investment in the host because our restaurant okay. is out in a way that you don't know that it's the front of the restaurant. We said, instead yeah. of between lunch and dinner, we're going to actually pay, instead of cutting the host, we're going to pay to make sure that there's always a human at the front of the door. So there's always human when they come into our restaurant and that costs us money, but that improved yeah. our hospitality. And what you're doing, having Get Chris's it. avatar, whether it's Chris or yeah. somebody that's covering for Chris, it's having a human yeah. at the heart of the technology. Every person Get that it. comes visit you, you care about deeply. Correct, correct. Exactly, exactly. I think that's the right correlation, Sean. That's amazing. Um, and, and very interesting, very interesting about what you did uh, with the with with uh, the entire human sort of uh, coming and hosting the guests and talking to them, ensuring that they have a great experience. I think again, that's the only thing that matters in the long term. It humans are at the heart of technology. As great as the automation, as the AI, the machine learning, all of it, like it's the humans yeah. that I believe in, the people that I've interacted yeah. with, and that's why I love doing this show because I get to meet. You know, you guys at an early stage, you know, imagine what push yeah. will look like in next year and imagine what it'll look like <laughs> five years and 10 years from now. Correct. Correct. Definitely. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you'd like to share with the with the audience? Any parting words of wisdom? Do you have a do you have a favorite quote? <laughs> um, I think the only quote that right now I am obsessed with, uh, I, I keep on reading. So that's uh, next month I'll meet you. Maybe it's different. But right now, the quote is uh, fail forward mm -hmm. with a full stop. Nothing more than that. Fail forward. It's my life. Uh, I'm going to learn. But uh, the only fail that I can, I, I can only fail forward, not backward. Like I, can't, I cannot repeat what I've already done as a mistake. Any new mistake is welcome, but old mistakes are not. So that's the meaning of it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I will. Uh, I take that to heart. I love that. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> Really uh, appreciate your time. We're going to put links into the show notes. Um, as always, sure. you guys, please join us. Uh, we do weekly calls. Um, that way we have a live podcast for you to join us on LinkedIn Live or on Clubhouse Live. Send me a DM at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F, and I will send you a link to those rooms. That way we can learn about you, the listener, um, whoever's watching this. Uh, we want to hear about your restaurant your struggles, your triumphs, um, if you're in technology, if you're in sales, marketing, we're all trying to figure this thing out together. And as my grandfather always says, is stay curious, get involved, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Thank you guys. And uh, we will catch you all next week. Thanks.